Hey there, everybody. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm still Ann Elder. You still are. <laughs> Today, Ann, we're going to discuss a film. It's kind of a sci-fi film. Kind of. It's an absolute, total sci-fi movie. Okay. <laughs> it's called Arrival, mm-hmm. and it stars Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker. Anne, you remember the classic film from the 50s, The Day the Earth Stood Still? I do. And you remember, of course, E.T., the extraterrestrial? Yes. Well, in both those films, an alien creature lands from outer space, Mm -hmm. and the first thing the United States government wants to do is either kill him or experiment on him. Right. Well, here we are in the 21st century, and we've got the same film all over again, except this time really more weird. Here's what happens. Twelve strange-looking outer space vessels. They look like pancakes. They land all over the world, Mm -hmm. China and places like that. And, of course, in Montana, which is a strange place. Yes. And nobody knows who, if anything, are in these things and how we can communicate with them. What they figure out is to hire a brilliant and very famous linguist named Mm -hmm. Louise, played by... Amy Adams, Mm -hmm. to come out there and try to communicate with them. She gets there, and she runs into a scientist Mm -hmm. named Ian, played by Jeremy Renner. We also have the incredibly talented Forrest Whitaker, who plays Colonel Weber of the United States Army. Yes, indeed. And they figure out that somehow they have to get inside one of these things, Mm -hmm. because apparently... The door opens only once every 24 hours. (laughs) So they dress everybody in these suits that if there's any radiation up there or anything at all, it's not going to invade them. And they are separated from these creatures by a big pane of glass. And the creatures, by the way, are not... They're not fully formed. No. They look like ink blots. Yeah. They're Rorschachs. Yes. So Louise is trying desperately to communicate with them. And they sort of make sounds like... Yes. And by the (laughs) way, if they look like anything at all, it's like octopuses, but they are enormous. And we really watch this for the better part of an hour, where they keep going into this place and trying to communicate with them. And finally, Louise gets so aggravated with them that she strips off this protective suit, and there she is in kind of like a (laughs) T-shirt. And, of course, these alien creatures, whatever they are, get very excited about that because now they see a person that they're talking to. (laughs) Right. And they start making different Rorschach-type inkblots, and somehow Louise figures out what they are. Oh, my goodness. This is the most confusing movie. This reminded me of Contact a little bit, and the two that you mentioned, as well as Close Encounters of a Third Kind. But... There's so much gobbledygook in this picture that it was very difficult for me not to nod off. And, you know, you have Louise Banks talking about linguistics. You have Jeremy Renner as Ian spouting theories, something about Sapir-Whorf hypotheses. And then you have lots of scientists running around trying to figure out what the workings of this spaceship amount to. Oh, my, my, my. If you're looking for a space adventure fantasy film with lots of colorful CGI special effects, forget about it. This movie, Arrival, is filled with verbiage 
not special effects. We have a lot of flashbacks in this film, and mm-hmm. mostly dealing with Louise Banks right. in her earlier time. She is now divorced, but mm-hmm. when she was married, she had a child, a very beautiful little girl. We see the daughter as an infant, mm-hmm. as a young child, right. finally as a teenager who unfortunately develops incurable cancer, mm-hmm. and eventually she dies. Exactly right. And from that moment, Louise Banks becomes totally devoted to her work. And she finally has an aha moment. And that's when Louise learns what she thinks is the meaning of life or the meaning of life after death. And she gets that message from the inkblot aliens. And that part gives the movie a much-needed shot of human interest. Exactly. So she is trying now to feel almost motherly towards these inkblots. Yes, that's right. We talk about the film being in color. It is. But almost all of the stuff about these extraterrestrial creatures is black and white. So it's very boring to look at. It's very boring to follow. The only thing you really care about is the U.S. Army. In addition to Colonel Weber, Mm. we have an agent, Agent Halpern, played by Michael Stuhlbarg, an actor that I'm not familiar with. And all he wants to do is attack these aliens. And he's got the whole U.S. Army waiting and ready with loaded ammunition to do that. Oh, brother. Now, this could have been interesting. Yeah. But it sure is not. No, it's just another dead end in this dead movie. Right. Arrival means well, but it takes itself so seriously, and it's so stuffy. Really, it is. I think it would be more at home in a classroom at MIT Yes, (laughs) for some students there rather than at a cineplex. I just don't think it had enough pizzazz to make it well worth viewing. It's not that I'm anti-intellectual when it comes to movies like this, but there is a limit to what the audience can take. And when you see everyone scratching their heads and going, huh, it's time already to take that movie and rewrite it. I would have said. Yes. I understand that Louise Banks has an aha moment when she finally figures out what these inkblots are trying to tell her about life and about the meaning of life and so on. Well, you know, it's all new agey. It's all so pretentious. Whoa, it just doesn't do it for me. I just want to sum up by saying that for all its esoteric aspirations, Arrival turns out to be a plodding, leaden fantasy with old-fashioned, tired, conventional ideas. Therefore, I'm sorry, I have to give Arrival a really, really strong red light. Just forget about it. Again, I'm not a sci-fi guy, as you know, but I was really willing to accept this, especially because I've been reading reviews about it saying it's a masterpiece. Come on, it ain't no masterpiece. You are right about that. It really is not. It's such disappointment, and I fought to stay awake Mm -hmm. through a lot of this. I did too. So I'm very, very sorry, and I apologize to everybody involved. And to those inkblots who (laughs) may be watching. Yes, and I'm going to see an inkblot, and I don't know how mad they're going to be at me because I'm not Louise Banks. I can't do this. I used to love their music, you know, the inkblots. They were so great. (laughs) But. But. I am with you, and I'm going to give this a red light because I just think it's dull. Boring and dull. And 
That is the worst thing that any film can do, is to be dull. So I'm giving it a red light as well. Okay. Which means two red lights for Arrival. Mm-hmm. Well, Greenlight Reviews is going to have us come back and review another film very, very soon. We hope you will join us then. Until next time, my name's Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews is hoping that next time your arrival is going to be a lot better than this time when you go to the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.